Jimmy GQ couldn't keep up. So that's what happens when you have a limited quarterback back there. Yo, what's good? Your boy, South 706, the Mandalorian on Twitter. This is Committee Podcast. Just got done watching the Super Bowl, and uh, Black History Month is up 2-0. We got uh, Lamar Jackson being the second uh, unanimous MVP for the NFL, second to Tom Brady back in 2010. And now we have uh, Patrick Mahomes, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes boy, as the, uh, I don't know which uh, black quarterback he is, but he is one of the few black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. I cut the game off. I'm going to assume that he won the MVP. I'm guessing because it is a quarterback award for those types of things, so... You know, Black History Month up to this start. Uh, shout out to Magabosa. He's going to have to meet uh, 45 at a underground meeting somewhere where they eat cheeseburgers and Burger King and well-done steaks. But we have uh, Marcus Nibbles and uh, Adolphus Savage. Or Adolphus, whatever the fuck he calls So What's good, y'all? What y'all think about the game? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hold up. So they act like he can't just meet. Trump or 45 like I'm sure they're gonna run past it like Mar-a-Lago or some meeting somewhere like yeah. he's rich he's a rich white dude like he can meet 45 yeah. whatever he wants he was like whatever but I'm sure yeah. he'll meet him at the next clan meeting or something like that shout out that KJ he posted uh, <laughs> <laughs> that tweet about uh, Joey Bosa's half size speech it was like that Dave Chappelle skip as him was a clan's member <laughs> 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 KJ, you wild for that one. But anyways, yes, what were y'all's thoughts on the game, man? Uh, I know for me, like, it's hard to talk about football because it's like we all kind of pretend like we know what we're talking about, but we really don't know what we're talking about. But uh, to make myself sound good, I did have – I did pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. But to also show you how much I don't know about football, I had them beating the Bears. So you saw how that worked out. Um I had the Chiefs uh, winning this game by 10 points, and they won by 11. Like, I don't know, man. I just I, I just didn't I didn't trust uh, the 49ers quarterback to be able to make the throws that needed to be made. And I've never seen Patrick Mahomes have a bad full game while he's healthy. And this game, he had a bad three quarters. But the fourth quarter, he played like Patrick Mahomes, and they put up 21 points. So and Jimmy G, Jimmy GQ couldn't keep up. So that's what happens when you have a limited quarterback back there. Agreed, definitely. Um, my thoughts on the game. I mean, I, I predicted that the Chiefs would win in this fashion. Uh, shout out to Chief Kyrie. I will expect my hundred dollars by the end of the week. Um, I told you so. I told these niggas. I was like, man, you cannot count this team out. Um, I think it's hilarious at the fact that you have Joey Bosa who, you know, just really wanted to make sure that he could see Trump. Knowing damn well, he's probably met Trump 60 times already. But I think it's just hilarious that he won't be able to see Trump in the White House. There'll be no shit talking. Uh, You get what you deserve on that front. Um, Also, I'd like to give a shout out to us because... You know, this will be the, you know, third year officially because what our second episode was the Super Bowl episode. Was it the third episode? So shout out to us three years strong, the committee podcast, holding it down as always. Um, The game, it was a good game, man. Towards the end, it it was kind of tight because, you know, a nigga be broke. I want to make sure I get my damn hundred dollars. You know, I was going to have to duck off somewhere for a week or two. But, uh, you know, Kansas City did their thing. So I was very happy about that. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying, like, you know, Kyle Shanahan should have ran the ball more, and they're, they're you know, doing the whole, like, Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl blowing 28-3 to leads and stuff because he didn't want to run the ball. But it's – I mean, if you can – they were effectively throwing the ball, like, pretty much the entire game. Like, I, like, I feel Shanahan called a better game than Andy Reid because, like, throws that Jimmy Garoppolo was making, they were, like, wide open. Like, his receivers were wide open. They were easy throws. He didn't have to make a lot of decisions, go to his second or third reads. He didn't – he knew he had a limited quarterback, and he made the game easy for him. Now – Jared Goff 2.0? Yeah, I mean, he can't make the throws for uh, Garoppolo. Like, I, I, I'm not going to – I'm not going to really put this loss on Shanahan. Like, the defense – I'm going to give credit to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have the best offense. They have the best quarterback in the league. Um, I mean, if you look at the numbers, I think statistically, the 49ers are ranked higher in offense. But Patrick Mahomes also missed, like, two games this year and was hurt in one of them. So, like, if he plays all 16 games, then their offense is – and Tyreek Hill missed some games. So, I mean, that's the best offense in the league. And the 49ers are going into that – with a limited quarterback. So, I mean, not much you can do there. Yeah, a lot of Falcons fans feel like these demons from the Super Bowl have been exercised. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. Uh, Shanahan, well, it does on Twitter. Now that Shanahan <laughs> has essentially lost two Super Bowls. And, uh, I mean, the only thing with that is I, I also picked the uh, – also picked the Chiefs to win basically because the same things that Marcus said. I – if you make if you make Jimmy G have to win the game throwing the ball, it's not going to happen. Like you can see early in the game when they're running the ball, they're pretty much playing hide the ball from Jimmy G. Like at some point, you're not going to be able to just run the ball the entire game. You're going to have to make throws on key third downs or you know key fourth downs or key key second longs or whatever. And he's just not he's not equipped to do that. Like again, being a Falcons supporter, I I know what Kyle Shanahan's offense is, and well, actually, part of my uh, analysis with that was uh, I picked them to win. 31 to 24. I was pretty close. But the the thing is that even with that historic offense that the Falcons had with Shanahan in 2016, people forget they only managed to score 21 points on offense with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Austin Hooper, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, down the line of all these offensive weapons. And again, they only managed 21 points. So there is a recipe to stop that explosive offense. Now you're doing that against a great value version of that Falcons offense. You know what I'm saying? But statistically, if you look at the regular season stats, Jimmy G is Kirk Cousins. So do with that what you will. I, I don't really feel like Kirk Cousins is anything special. Same with Jimmy G. Shout out to Shanahan for making him look great, and it's impressive for him getting that far. But even, even with that, I think the defense gets most of the credit because that defensive line was – was getting it done, but again, at a certain point, you're gonna have to make plays at the quarterback. And Mahomes, like you said, he played bad for three quarters. At the end of the game, he made plays because he's a big time quarterback. You know, former MVP, Super Bowl MVP. You know, that that's what you get paid big bucks to do. And Jimmy G doesn't seem like to be that guy, but I don't think he's going anywhere soon because they paid him a lot of money. So, uh, hey man, good luck with that. Yeah, I mean the only the only way you can win with a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo is you got to have like an historically great defense, and I think their you know their defensive line is pretty historic. Like they're really good, but they got to work on their I guess their DBs and 
more linemen, like more uh, uh, defensive backs, more linebackers, whatever. Because Jimmy G, they they spent a lot of money on Jimmy Garoppolo, so they better just spend that draft as drafting as many defensive playmakers as they can. Because they still need some. They, they need some receivers too. Like they, I mean, Debo was a good pickup for them. Uh, they still got good win. I mean, Kettle Kittle's is pretty good, but they they need like a, a true number one dynamic receiver, and maybe that'll kind of aid Jimmy G a little bit, in my opinion. Uh, and then of course they they do need corners back there as well. But I mean, I, I'm over here arguing with uh, El Breezy 904 going back and forth as he says their window is closed. And I'm like, this is like the first year. Like, their window's not closed. This is crazy. But uh, the 49ers, they'll be back. They have a great front seven, uh, you know, and that, that'll get you far. Uh, they have a great scheme on offense. Uh, Shanahan can definitely scheme players open. They'll, they'll be back. The only thing that you hope is, like I said, I, I don't even think that um, – Jimmy G is on Cousins level. Like I said, when I look at him, I just see golf reincarnated. Because, I mean, if you think about it, McVay comes from the Shanahan tree. He schemes players open all the time. Uh, they need dynamic rushers uh, as far as running the ball. Outside of that, they're like similar players. They can You can take one out, put one in, same guy. Cousins, I feel like, is like a tad bit better than that. But, you know, what can you do? Uh, Five years, well, hundred thirty-seven million. Yeah, you might be right because again, Shanahan's scheme makes it pretty easy to be successful. So I, I've seen Cousins slaying a couple times and make a couple plays, but I mean he's pretty pedestrian. Uh, Stephen A. Smith just tweeted, and this is this is crazy. I, I guess the narrative is about to shift on this guy, but um, he said, "I'm sorry, Kyle Shanahan has been scored, been outscored fifty-two to zero the third quarter of Super Bowl since 2016." But see, on some of that, can, can you blame him? Like the, the Falcons with theirs, can you blame him for that? You really can't. It's 28 really. to 3. I mean, you got to stop somebody. If you, yeah, but you can also. Their defensive yeah, head coach needs to do something. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, but, 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 yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, he is the play caller. So, I mean, they, that, they, they, that's a whole nother. I'm not even. Yeah, let's not this. do that. It's like, it's, it's interesting just to see that, like, the, the narrative's changing. Okay, we're doing way too much. Some site called Stat Mamba posted. Yeah. A yeah, man. Let's go ahead and block that site. We're not, <laughs> we're not going to do that. They have – yeah, let me block them. They got Patrick Mahomes in the uh, – looking like Kobe Bryant RIP in that one uh, – Picture the youngest player in NFL history. Wow, see, there we go. Black History Month, baby. Let's go. But I mean, staying on Kobe, RIP the goat, you know, mom mentality. There was a there was a tweet I saw that Jamel Hill put out about uh, Joey Bosa, you know, related to the Super Bowl. And I was like, hmm, I guess uh, somebody on Instagram who follows uh, one of these weird pages, it's like a secret private page. And I guess they've seen. Uh, Nick Bosa like a picture, uh, kind of making fun of Kobe Bryant's death. And Jamel Hill was like, well, if there's a problem, and again, I don't know if it's true or false, but I mean, I guess she retweeted it, being that she's a journalist, I'd hope that she'd verified it. But according to that, her tweet was like, hey, 
you know, if if his views are not, you know, bad or whatever, they're not problematic. Why doesn't he make them public? Why do you have to hide behind, you know, private pages? And somebody in the tweet was like, oh, you know, something. She said he don't want smoke or something like that. And the dude was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Kind of saying just because he's a Trump supporter or 45 supporter, not a liberal or something like that, whatever, whatever. But had that been true, I would love to see what would happen or how he would have answered that question had somebody asked him about that. Because, I mean, I guess she has a point. Because if that's your views, I mean, what it's kind of problematic, along with other ways. Have you seen the way Nick Bosa plays? Yeah, I do. Yeah, like I'm okay. just saying that that have been a hella awkward question in California or from a team from California right after that. That you're this man is an all pro as a rookie, that, whatever. I get that, I get that but, but like, remember, I understand, but like, at the beginning of the season, like people were trying to kick Tyree Kill out of the league because he. Allegedly, might have broke his son's arm. This man is a Super Bowl champion now and had 100 yards in the game. Like, if you can play, if you got talent, <laughs> some stuff is. You know, I, I, I'm not talking about getting my leader. I'm just saying, like, it would have been interesting had somebody asked him about that question, like at the Super Bowl, like, hey, no that's how you like it here. Like, I, I guess, wow. but <laughs> hey, man. God bless him. Hey, you're, you're great. You can you can kind of get away with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I know there was also talk, and I think I talked to Dolphs about this, but what are y'all's thoughts on them looking to change the logo to Kobe Bryant's likeness? Because I, I have an opinion on that. I don't feel like they're going to do it, but, I mean, if they do, it's cool, you know, Um with everything that's going on, I, I kind of bent up that the logo should have been changed. Like, dig it. A lot of people don't know who the fuck Jerry West is as a basketball player. It's been up for a long time. It's inevitable. Change is inevitable. Um, but to have it to be Kobe, I mean, that would be an honor. That'd be a good thing. But do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But I'll pass it on to you guys. Yeah, they're not. they're not changing the logo. Yeah, allegedly they were saying they don't even acknowledge that that's Jerry West's likeness because they'd have to pay him or something like that. So that's kind of it's kind of shady on the NBA's part if that is true. Oh yeah, but it would. I I don't think they should only because like there's other ways memorializing. Like if you weren't talking about doing it while he was alive, then I don't think just because he passed away all of a sudden we should just do that for him. You know what I'm saying? Like. If anybody, it should be Michael Jordan. It should be the jump man if we're keeping a buck. Like, well, it can't, so. it can't do that with the shoes, though, too, also. Like, it's yeah, it'd have to be another way to do the Jordan. But, yeah, it could be yeah. the last shot. It could be something else. But I definitely think they should change it. But <laughs> South hey, Breeze. Get all the money. Because, like, that's South the first I agree with you on that. It's like it, it's been a while. They should just go ahead and change it. But don't change it all of this. I mean, if you were going to change it, change have that in play before he passed away. Let's not just do it because he passed away. If you want to really honor the man, I mean, just from a lot of the stories that we're hearing about him as a philanthropist, humanitarian, I mean, I don't know what their equivalent to the NFL man of the year is. Of course, that's a Walter Payton award in the NFL. But do something like that in the NBA and name that after Coach. Um, I know. I know. My idea would just to basically, because um, they named the awards like the if you win the NBA Finals uh, MVP, that's the Bill Russell Award. The Larry O'Brien Trophy is the actual Finals Trophy. 
uh, if you if you win the All Star Game MVP, it should be the Kobe Bryant Award because he's he's tied for the most. Do what? He's the only one that actually plays hard in those games. Well, I mean, and he he he's in the league for the most All Star MVPs in history before. So I mean, it would make sense to name it after him. Like he has the most of them with another guy that no one knows. But that that's what I would do. You know, instead of like trying to. I mean, changing the logo, like I guess, but I feel like it would be way easier just to be like, all right, the all the instead of the All Star Game MVP, here's the Kobe Bryant MVP award. Like I don't know. Okay, I know some people were saying they should retire the numbers eight and twenty four. I also think that the, the Lakers retired them, correct? Prior, yeah. Okay. The Lakers so and the Mavs. Oh wow, the Mavs retired well, twenty four. Okay. Well, as far as league wide, I don't necessarily think they should do that either. Again, the only reason I say that is because twenty three is not retired. So I don't, I can't, I can't justify in my head. You know, the I wouldn't say great value, Michael Jordan, but the one okay, yeah. Let's not be disrespectful to the dead man. I'm not disrespectful. It is what it is. The, I mean, he's he's it's only been three MVPs in the entire league that have passed away. He's by far the youngest one at the age of 41. So I, I see where they're trying to go with that. Uh, to me, it would be a, a little ridiculous to retire eight and 24. Um, but to me, Charlotte and LA should have definitely did it. Charlotte being the team, Jordan, you own the damn team and y'all drafted them just, you know, as a sign of respect, retire his Jersey. It's no big deal. Eight and 24 all over the league. That's a, that's a bit ridiculous. Cause there's some people that still want to wear the two numbers but like I said, if it's just those two teams, go ahead. Be my guest. And for the Lakers, make the KB thing that was on the court um, Friday, just make that a permanent thing. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. That that could be could be a thing. So, uh, But again, recipes, Kobe Bryant, my mentality. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Uh I don't really watch the We can, we can definitely five. talk about how niggas is price gouging on shit now. So I oh. clearly seen an unsigned rookie card on my freaking Facebook for fifteen hundred dollars. I'm like, bro, I have the same rookie card. Like, in oh shit, I don't have it anymore. But oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have to look for that actually. But wow. fifteen hundred dollars for an unsigned rookie card. Uh the the price of his shoes. I mean, I looked at the. Uh, the Kobe Nine, uh, I think they're called the Maestros. They were his uh, glow in the dark uh, from 2014, I believe. They went up from usually they're like about 353, sometimes the lowest about 270, to now being almost 700 dollars. Like, come on, man! People are definitely trying to profit. I see like little regular non-stitched Kobe Bryant jerseys going for between 100 and 300 dollars in the Facebook marketplace. There are people that are trying to sell the memorial t shirts for like a thousand dollars from the memorial game, which is like that's that's crazy. I mean, that's what you 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 do, what you're supposed to do. It just just seems a bit tasteless in that moment. Like, I'm more of a sneaker wise, I'm more of a Jordan fan. Like, I only I've only ever owned two pairs of Kobe's, one that I lost. They're actually really good basketball shoes, I think they're Kobe 11s. Or no, Kobe nines or tens or whatever. But um, the one pair I have are the Kobe eleven elites. I think Adolph has to say one. 
they're the the, the high top uh, boxing boot looking ones, but they're the uh, the python pattern joints. And I've seen those were reselling for like four eighty five in certain sizes, high as a thousand in certain sizes. I was like, wow, y'all would really y'all really need to get better jobs or save your money better because that's that's wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but I mean, as far as like playing basketball, the two best shoes that I've played in have been those Kobe's and LeBron's. Jordans are trash to play basketball with. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously it's. I guess it's tasteless to you know jack the price up on Kobe merch or whatever, but that's if you got it, that's what people are gonna do. Like, then LA fans are gonna pay for it too. Yeah, like, they people, will. People will pay for. It. Like, if I got if I have season tickets to the Lakers and now all of a sudden my tickets are worth triple the price, yes, I'm going to sell them. Go ahead, you can go to the game. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 know, that's <laughs> one of those things that happened so uh apparently the uh the xfl kicks off in a week are y'all watching this or <laughs> i barely watch college football so no i mean the mega xl 2020 i'm around I'm the first watching. week to kind of nope. they're like real lax on the drug policy i guess they're trying to get as many guys Ooh. as they can wait yeah they don't, they don't touch for marijuana <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, they don't test I mean, for marijuana. I mean, the NFL barely tests for it either. <laughs> yes, yeah, the, the dum dums get caught out here. I guess so. It is I what mean, it is. I, I, mean, I, I, I think I, I, I think it's just a, I, I can't. I don't think I want to watch like amateur. It's like amateur football. You know. Did you watch the AAF when it was in play? Not a second. Not a second. Not a minute. Of it. <laughs> Damn it! No, I'm good. <laughs> I watched the game. And it was, I value, it was my like, time. I value my time. I'm good. It's like I, I barely like to watch college football because, like, some of those players aren't professionals. Like, I'd like to watch high level sports. Like, I don't watch college basketball. I don't watch, I barely, like, I watch the college football playoffs because that's usually the best of the best of the teams. But I mean, the, if you want to get me interested, and I, and I saw something, I think they wrote a story about it. They were saying, like, you know, um, the XFL should try to get uh, Trevor Lawrence to skip his last year of college and play in XFL for one year for like $10 million. That's what no, they should I, I do that. I, like, if I was Trevor Lawrence's agent, I'm like, yeah, go ahead and do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. We don't need this. We don't need another year of playing for free. Let's go ahead and get this XFL money. And the XFL knows they're only doing it for one year, but it'll get more eyes on their league. And if they can do that, if they can start, you know, scooping up sophomores that are like really good, and they can go to the XFL, play four year, and then make it to the NFL, I would be way more interested in watching the XFL. Well, let me not lie, I'm not gonna watch it, but I'd be more interested in what they're doing. And I think more people would watch it if they, you know, knew the players. Like imagine if you could watch, you know, the junior version of like a Adrian Peterson playing in the XFL, you know, instead of him wasting his time in college. But see, hmm. you'd still have to be one of those guys that's like really into high school sports too, to even know. Because I mean, like Trevor Lawrence, they kind of he's been preordained as the number one pick for years. So I mean, theoretically, he probably could have just skipped all of college, got the ten mil a year for his three years, if if the league was around, because they knew he was going to be a number one pick in the pros anyway. 
Well, I think we're jumping the gun. Does does the XFL have 10 mil just to throw around? Because I thought I saw some of the averages for player paid. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 wasn't ain't, it ain't bad. It ain't, it ain't bad. But, I mean, I feel like with him, you can bring in some advertising money. Like, you're going to get that money back if you can get him on the field. Yeah, we sure do. They make it past one season. The average player in the XFL makes $55,000. Yikes. A year? That's like, that's like general manager at like Dunkin' Donuts money. Oh, to God. To go hit other grown men at full speed. Like, no. No, sir. How many Hell. games do they have in a year? Does it say that? Do we know? Uh, let's see. How much does the coaches make? Wow. They said the coaches would be eligible to make up to $500,000. Mm. Mm. That's backwards, but okay. This league is definitely not going to lapse. I mean, the AAF, they actually had some of the same tier players, like known guys and stuff like that, and they didn't even make it a full season. So, <laughs> the I NFL mean, Europe, the same thing. Like, well, NFL they Europe a while. It was like three, four years or something. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a and the XFL, it lasted, what, two years originally? Yeah. Well, the the issue is not the issue, but the the thing with these like football leagues is there's always someone that wants to play football that thinks they got a chance to make it. Like you go to any of these like you know these weekend warriors that are playing flag football every weekend. Like if you say, hey, you want an opportunity to play in the XFL for twenty thousand dollars a year, a lot of those guys will say yes because they feel like that'll be their opportunity to relive their their glory days and maybe get to the NFL. People like. That's why the NFL will never go away because there's always somebody out there that wants it wants a shot. I'm good, oh, yes, man. Man. Yeah, I'm not watching that. I don't even know if it makes it like I'm not that desperate to watch football, man. Like I really could do I'm really like, not. <laughs> with my thing and watch like mid grade great value football. Like I'm nah, I'm, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Again, I didn't really watch too many of the, the commercials. Um but uh, one one that that did catch my attention was uh, well outside of the baby nut thing, like they didn't really think that out pretty well with the planners. Like apparently, like I've been on Twitter for a little while, but apparently Mr. Planner died or something like that. That was a thing. Like they did a funeral for the nut dude, <laughs> <laughs> and then they had a funeral, and then like somebody's. First of all, Wesley Snipes was in this commercial for what reason I do not know. But I guess like somebody cried on the, the funeral plot and then like a baby peanut came up out in the crowd and the hashtag is baby nut. Oh no. Oh Lord, come on, man. <laughs> the people were using hashtag baby nut under a, a, a gif of secure 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 whatever her name is and Jennifer Lopez, I guess twerking or shaking their ass or something like that. I was like hashtag baby nut, hashtag baby nut. I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't care. They they clearly they clearly don't care. But uh, before we get to the funeral, Little Wayne album, uh, the other commercial that I saw that caught my that caught my eye. I think we spoke about this on the episode that we did about the Mandalor or the Mandalorian that didn't get aired, but whatever. Uh, you know, we had some technical difficulties, but the uh, commercial Marvel put out, not the Black Widow one, because I don't care. I but no, I don't. I'm more interested <laughs> now in the WandaVision. Uh, what is it? Hawk and or Falcon and Bucky or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> <The Winter Soldier. laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. 
So it, it looks like they're actually going to put money into these series. Because initially, I was like, nope, I'm not paying to watch no show about the, Fal the Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Wanda and the Vision who's dead or Loki. But they look like they got some quality shows, and I am I'm very intrigued. I am very intrigued. Looked like it was high quality. Looked like it was good quality. Like cinematography wasn't like some bootleg shit. So I'm I'm definitely in. I'm definitely in. I don't know if you guys caught that, but uh, it, it looks it looks interesting. I'm you know I'm I'm in now. Yeah, I was I was already in. I was in from the jump on uh, Winter Soldier and um, fuck. What's the dude's name? Falcon. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know why I forget his name. I'm, I mean, he's an irrelevant character, but yeah. The Winter Soldier and Strunken Vipers. Shout out to Blackbeard. That episode is still adding. Yeah, well, it's wild. I mean, I, I feel like I'm like I'm like most people, man. Like at this point, like Marvel isn't perfect in the stuff that they put out, and their content is isn't like always super high level, high grade stuff, but. They know how to sell that shit. They'll at least get you interested in watching it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Like, and at this point, what else is there to watch on Disney Plus? Uh, whenever they put out the second season of the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian shit. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, that's I I finished that in like a month. Well, I finished that when it when it came out. But it's like there's not much on Disney Plus to watch. You know, unless you want to go like, would I rather go back and rewatch an old movie I watched? 30 years ago as a kid, or would I rather watch something new on Netflix or Hulu or something? So yeah, that's apparently what people were doing, watching Smart Guy and shit. Like, who? I ain't watch watch guy in 2020, man. Come on, man. Not happening. I didn't even know where that shit was, like, on the Hulu, Disney Plus, or whatever, I, where all the old shows were. I just kind of went straight to the, the Mandalorian and stuff like that. But, um, I, I didn't see the commercial, but I mean, if it looks high quality, then I'll definitely give it a a, a look. Uh, shout out to the person who I was uh, borrowing their Disney Plus. I guess you didn't pay your bill, so <laughs> I don't have service. We'll get it worked out, though. I'll send you, what is it, four nine nine or six nine nine? Mm. Whatever it is, we'll get it sorted out, because I mean, it, whenever this comes out, I definitely want to be there actually, you know, can you edit that out because they listen to the podcast? So I don't want to get in any trouble. So edit that shit. <laughs> uh, at 30 seconds, edit that out. But, not, not uh, it, edit it out. So yeah, I definitely um I'm looking forward to it, uh, no doubt. So that's my thoughts on uh Disney Plus. And they need to get some more content out because if not, it's kind of boring outside of that. Mm -mm. I mean, my kids watch it. Like, I put like Mickey Mouse on it when I'm like, often I need them to sit down. But it's I just I just don't I just don't believe that. Like, I, maybe that first month when it first came out, you're just like, oh, look at all these old shows I can watch. But after three months, it's kind of like, do I really want to go back and rewatch Aladdin? Do I really want to go back and watch Snow White and Bambi? Like 101 down, hey, do I want to do that? That's so Raven. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I did watch I did the new, uh, the new Aladdin on there with Will oh, Smith. Yeah. Shout out to Will Smith, Big Jiggy style, Big Willie style. Legend. So, well, real quick again, we're gonna get to Little Wayne in a second, but I saw something like Yahoo that, that kind of irked me a little bit. I guess there's a Disney heiress that says Kobe Bryant was not a god unless he. 
Twitter threads about rape allegations. Uh, these people that use like Kobe Bryant as like a his death is a springboard for whatever their agenda is or whatever their hot takes want to get. Please stop. Please, please, please stop. Like my initial first thought was like, hey, you know, we we can't all go back and erase our past like Disney does with their racist ass movies and not put them on Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure if Kobe could go back in the past and erase his his issues like y'all could, then you know. It happens, so just like you can't be throwing, you know, stones when you live in a glass house. Like Disney Plus clearly made an effort to erase all the racism they put in their movies and TV shows. But you know, somebody that passed away used that as an opportunity to, you know, kind of shit on their life and their passing and their memory. So like that's that's super corny, super super corny. So yeah, please stop, please stop. Yeah, I mean he. he... He pretty much did. He did. What the fuck? All right, start over. It's got choppy. All right, let me kick him out. So, shout out to the XFL who just tweeted, Now it's our turn. Nigga, please. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching that. Marcus, you you good? Huh? Anywho, well, I don't know what's going on, Marcus's thing, but uh, Dolphus, you finished the Lil Wayne funeral album, correct? Yeah, I did. What did you think? It was a bit of a waste of time, honestly. Um, from track to track, sometimes I felt like, I don't know, man. It just, none of the stuff is like endearing. None of the stuff made it to my playlist. I mean, he had like one booty bounce song. Yep, that's the same one I had to. <laughs> that, that was the only, but it had like a weird sound towards the middle of the song, but it, it was it was a good overall track. Outside of that, it was just like, Okay, what is this guy talking about? Like, don't put out albums anymore because what the hell does this have to do with a funeral? Just call them mixtapes because my problem with Lil Wayne is the same thing it bit it's always been is like there's no rhyme or reason for his albums. Like there's nothing's in sequence, there's no message that's going on. It's just Blah blah here, blah blah there, blah blah here, blah blah there. So, I mean, yeah, was he spitting? He he spit on some tracks. It was it was tight. Uh it just it was. I give it the B minus. You know, the production mm, it was okay. Is it something that I would run again? Probably not. Um, the twenty four tracks was definitely long. Um, I understand that Kobe passed away. Maybe that's why he upped it. You know, to twenty four. Um, the portion on the album for track eight, where the 24 seconds of silence, that was a cool thing as well. Um, yeah, that was it. 24 tracks is a lot of fucking tracks. So anybody else, I mean, if you want to dedicate something to Kobe, release the album with eight tracks. Just eight. Yeah. 24 is entirely too long. Like, it took me two days to really get through it. And then, because what I'll do is, after a while, I'll start getting impatient and skipping through shit anyway. So I had to come back and kind of just finish it up. But that that's kind of my thoughts. The album was 
extremely long and it was extremely mid-grade. And I probably would only play three songs again out of the whole album. Yeah, I'm in 2020, I'm not looking for anything over 10, 11 tracks and over like 45 to 50 minutes. Like, I listened to it, but it was kind of one of those things that was kind of there in the background. And again, I only added one track to my playlist, which was that New Orleans Booty Shake song, which I'm like, okay, like, I feel like he could have put out a more concise project that would probably have been received better overall, I guess, but. It's just kind of a lot going on. He's trying to use the new kids' flow. It just, I was like, come on, man. Like, you're, you're a little Wayne. You ain't got to do that. Like, just do what you do. Like, you don't you don't have to do that. Uh, the one track was called, uh, damn, I didn't even add to my playlist. I don't even know. So, let me check. Mark, is you back? Can you hear us? What's up? Yeah. Um, I, I guess on the Lil Wayne um, album, I, I would agree with that. Like, it's not 1999 anymore, man. Like, you don't need to put out these, you know, hour and 10, hour, 20 minute long albums with, you know, 17 to 24 songs. Like, give us the best 10 to 12 songs you got. Keep it like at, you know, 45, 55 minutes, you know, at best and, and do it that way. But, um, I mean, I, I thought the album was good. I, I just thought there was, you know, you take off you know, two or three songs off of that album, then that album is probably received better. Um, I would have liked to have heard a little bit more of the, uh, like, New Orleans bounce music from Manny Fresh. Like, Manny Fresh had two beats on that, on that album, but you wouldn't be able to tell by listening to them because they were, like, a little bit more slowed down and darker. They weren't the Manny Fresh we're kind of used to hearing. So I would have rather have heard that. I thought the... Um, I feel like Big Sean kind of missed an opportunity to kind of put his hat back in the ring. It's kind of like, cause he had that one song at the, what, last year that was pretty good, but it's like, this is a Lil Wayne album. Like you're a Big Sean. Oh you're shit. Not, you're not one of these like high level artists. I can just, all right, I'll give you a, 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 a chorus. I'll give you a hook. And then that's it. I'm not giving you a verse. Like, no, you need to give this man a 16. Like, you're Big Sean. That's Lil Wayne. You need to go in. Like, you don't get these opportunities all the time to rap with. So he didn't give him a 16? I, I, I thought he did. It was just a verse? He just did the chorus. Oh, damn. Well, well, but it was a red flag for me that with there was no Drake feature anywhere to be found. So that was automatic. That's all right. automatically. I was like, eh, this might be kind of a throwaway project. Like, there's one song that was begging for a Drake feature. I can't remember which one it was, but he did. Reference like hang with my homie from the grassy or something like that. So I feel like you know that'd have been a great place for uh, Aubrey to jump in the game. And, uh, Platform is the song that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, even on the I Do It, which was by Big Sean. I don't know. I just don't. I don't really care for Lil Baby like that. So yeah, I mean the song it was okay, and it definitely could have been better. Um, even being James, like it was, it was just something that I just didn't like about the song, and I just don't understand it. Uh, when Trust Nobody came on, I immediately skipped it. I didn't want to hear that shit. <laughs> when, when, was that, was, uh, the song with Dream on it? Nah, that was the one with Adam Levine. 
Oh yeah, the song oh, that Dream was mad confused. I was like, "Why? What are we doing, the song, man?" Like, the, song with, the song with Adam Levine was pretty good. Like, I didn't like the one with the Dream on there, but the one with Adam. I didn't Levine, either. I was mad confused. Yeah, with that one too. Like, nigga, y'all share a baby mama, and you sharing a song? Okay, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't get that. But um, and yeah, the two chains one too. Like, I just, I just was like, man, get this shit out of here, man. Like, yeah. It, it, I don't know, man. It's mm, damn. I had better thoughts on it. To me, it almost the nigga feels like French Montana at this point. Like French wow. Montana will have like a, a song or two that's decent, and the rest of them just like skip, 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 skip. skip. Disrespect. All, disrespect. I'm saying dead serious. You been like, stuff, man. Like ain't nobody after this. Y'all do something like. Nobody was asking for a little way out of the 2020, dog. Like, I'm not, let's not. I mean, no one is asking for it, but like, if we're going to get one, like, this was a solid album. Like, do you think it was better than the last album? I think, well, I had my my issue with the, what was it, Carter Five? My issue with the Carter Five was that a lot of that music was dated. Like, it was, those songs were recorded and produced like five years ago. And he just, Lil Wayne is not in charge of what goes on his albums. Like he's not executive producing his stuff. He's not, he did not have any control over the Carter five. Like he made those songs and um, what's that dude's name? I can't remember the guy's name, but it's a guy that's really close with him. He picked pretty much picked the songs and put people on like, cause he put triple X on a song on that album. And Lil Wayne hadn't even heard the verse until he listened to the album. So I'm not going to hold the Carter 5 against him. This seems a little bit more up to date. But, I mean, it's, I don't know, man. It's not a bad album. It's a, it's a solid album. Like yeah, I think this album was better than Carter 5. Yeah, Carter 5 was terrible, but it, it it wasn't good at all. There was just a lot of, there was a lot of issues that surrounded the Carter 5. Like, if you would have put that out five years ago, it probably would have been received better. But it sounded like something that came out, you know, a few years too late. Um, I don't know, man. Like, we just we just can't. We're we're not getting. I'm like, we're not getting no ceilings, Lil Wayne. We're not getting Carter one through three, Lil Wayne. We're not getting, um, um, the drought, Lil Wayne. We're not. He's he's not there anymore. And I, I've kind of gotten to the to the point where I have to realize, like, hey, I'm not getting that type of music from Lil Wayne anymore. Like, I'm not getting, you know, American Gangster reasonable doubt from Jay-Z anymore. Like, Jay-Z's never going to be able to put out music like that again. Kanye West is never going to put out, uh, you know, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy or 808s or a late registration. He's never going to be able to put that stuff out. So once you kind of realize that and see where they are... But they can still go back to it for, like, solid stretches on an album. Like, Honestly, you know, now nah, I haven't listened to any new Kanye West projects, but when he came with No More Parties in, in LA, that was like retro Kanye West. He had other tracks that he, he can do it if he wants to. This Wayne can't do, he can't replicate that stuff at all. And I don't think it's because he can't spit. He can spit. I think, I mean, he was still in beats back then, you know, and then he allegedly had a ghostwriter with squad up stuff and right after that. So, I, I, 
I will say the production wasn't as great as I would want it to be for someone of Little Wayne's stature. But like, I mean, right out the gate, like Funeral, Mahogany, Mama Mia, uh, oh, Stop Playing With Me, oh, Clash. Those songs are good. <laughs> on those songs. First, and, and the first I'm, track, I'm, I almost cut it off after I heard the first line. Yeah, like, the funeral was terrible. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. I, I tried to cap like that shit was trash. But wow. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't even care that much. Uh, you know, Little Wayne stands, people are saying it's a classic. It's it's no, it's no it's not it's not that, obviously. It's not that, but I mean it's 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 just too long. It's too long, it's too drawn out, and the he the like he's he wasted i feel like he wasted the wasted the production he had like he has manny fresh on like a serious style beat he has mike will made it on that the the song with the dream on it that's a mike will made it beat like that you're wasting those guys' talent man you're picking the wrong beat like get you get or they were just throwaway beats and, that they don't care about that's kind yeah, of yeah those are throwaway beats man like and i feel like that's that's been the problem for a long time with artists under young money cash money like you can you can point to Lil Wayne with this you can point to Nicki Minaj with this and you can point to Drake with this they put out when they put out projects there's always one or two songs that are just like why are these here you didn't need to add these just shorten this project up and it it is received better like Scorpion was too long it didn't need to be all that and obviously there was some things surrounding that with the Pusha T thing so they had to move some stuff around but even with with queen if she takes off like one or two songs and adds um i think it was like uh uh chung lee or whatever there was a, a song that she did that she did put on the album if they just get the right a and r's in there to give them a, a a tight concise track list and give them better production people wouldn't have these issues with them as a label and that's my only issue with them like they're obviously the biggest rappers out right now but they're just doing they're putting too many songs they don't have any people in there that are telling them no who's telling Nicki minaj no who's telling drake no who's telling lil wayne no they need no people it's time for well, lil wayne to hang it up possibly well <laughs> i'm gonna be a no person and say no to this topic because i don't care no more you know mark want to talk about uh something else i don't really care about is the black widow trailer um I'm a pretty big Marvel fan. Like, if I'm, I don't watch movies. If you follow me on Twitter or Marcus and them, no, I don't watch movies. But if I do watch a movie, it's gonna be a Marvel movie. And 99% of the time, whenever a trailer comes out, I'm like, you know, putting on the big screen, watching it multiple times. Uh, when they announced a Black Widow trailer, I was like, y'all hear something? Like, I, I didn't care. I don't care. And then the one they showed today, like. There's, there's nothing in these trailers that makes me interested in seeing these movies at all. And I've already said before, I told Marcus this, whatever the end credits going to be is going to be the most interesting part of the movie. So I, I had no desire to watch a movie. I, don't, I have no desire to watch a prequel of somebody that's dead. Like, well, I don't see, care. I, and that's the thing. Like, a lot, of, a lot of people are saying they're ain't not. Ain't no superheroes in this movie. Nobody has no kind of powers. None. People, people are Masters is a ninja with a mask, pretty much. Like, he don't, he don't do nothing special. Like, I don't a lot, a lot of people aren't interested in the movie because, like, like you said, uh, Black Widow is dead from uh, Endgame. If you haven't seen that, spoiler alert! And you're obviously the only person on yeah. the planet that hasn't seen that movie. 
But somebody right now is pissed off like fuck. I was waiting on it to come to Disney Plus. But uh yeah, I I I I still find myself being drawn to to, to the movie only because I feel like they, they're giving a character a chance to they're giving us a chance to really get to know the character because like we really haven't got a chance to know uh Black Widow as an individual. Like every time she's in a movie, she's always next to someone else and she kind of plays off of what that character needs, whatever whether it's like Iron Man 2, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and um Civil War and Avengers. She's always just kind of like off to the side. I I personally thought they should have went the Disney Plus role with with her character and given her multiple episodes since they're, you know, you you're pretty much going through her entire like career. So I think they could have used that and kind of like, you know, spread out her character a little bit more and and show a little bit. But I mean, just because she's no longer in the the MCU technically, I'm here for for good stories and I feel like if they can get a good story out of her and in my opinion the best way for them to do that is to surround her with interesting characters because if you watch all the mc movies she's not that interesting she doesn't have a lot going on with her but if you can make her sister interesting or the 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 other guy not he's like a, a russian captain america the taskmaster like all these all these other people need to be interesting for her to be interesting so I I I don't know. I just feel like people are just you know because she's dead, nobody wants to watch it. It's like, well, if it's like, would you watch a prequel of Iron Man? Like, if they were like, all right, well, let's take Iron Man's story and let's go. Not back. an apple to apple comparison. You're comparing the face of the MCU to just a player, essentially, like a well, just well, a, you know, let's let's it's not let's, the same thing. But to be not, fair, to be fair, if they made a Hawkeye movie, I would be is equally disinterested in watching that movie as well. But that would actually probably be more interesting to be honest, since he has like a family and stuff like that. Like that makes it less interesting for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be I'll and you know what? I'm 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 gonna predict that he makes a cameo. That I'm gonna predict he makes cameo. If I was to watch uh a Hawkeye movie, what I would want to see is him going on his racist killing spree during the five year blip. That's what I would want to watch. That's the movie I'd watch right there. That's an interesting movie. It's no, just him, yeah. Just him going out, just going on to go into these exotic countries and killing people of color. Like, yeah, let's. Well, I want to watch that one. Put that out. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, but I think the Black Widow movie is going to be good, though. I think it'll be fun. I think as long as they, as long as they try to keep it grounded, kind of like how uh, Winter Soldier was. Because in Winter Soldier, yeah, Captain America has the super serum, but he's not like a superhero kind of, you know what I'm saying? He's not like Thor or Doctor Strange or the Incredible Hulk or Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it's still, it was still grounded. It was still, it felt like, you know, you're just, you're you're fighting this guy hand to hand. You're not using magic or tricks or wizardry. And if they can do that with Black Widow and make the action more along that style or more along the lines of like Jason Bourne or something like that, it like looks like a good. Mission Impossible movie. That's what it looks like yeah. from the previews. Yeah, uh, Mission Impossible is good, though. Uh, they, you have the Mission Impossible have you seen, though. It ebbs, it ebbs and flows. I think the first one was actually probably the best acting that Tom Cruise did, to be honest. How dare you? I did watch... It was really good. He's like a psychopath. I did watch one of the newer ones, like, 
ghost protocol or something like that. It, for what it was, it was good. I was on a flight, so I was like, well, I need to burn like two and a half hours. I was like, eh, it's, it's fairly entertaining. Not something I'd, you know, go out of my way to watch. But um, I mean, I'm going to go see it eventually, probably Black Widow. Like, I still haven't seen Bad Boys for Life, just for the record. Wow. And I have a link to on my computer, still haven't watched it. Not oh, interested. What are you doing? That you know what? I'm I'm almost willing. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Bad Boys Three is a is I don't. It's for sure. It's hands down Will Smith's. It's it's in his top five as far as acting performances. It's in his top five. Probably with four other blockbusters, but nah. I put like that. Maybe like I Am Legend. Um. Uh, do I want to put Ali in there? I don't know. His Instagram stories, that's definitely in the top five. There you go. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Will Smith, somebody posted a uh, with Black History Month, they posted they did a, a door decorating contest. And there was a picture of there, and somebody tweeted, it was a picture of Jesse Jackson, and it looked exactly like Will Smith in the pursuit of happiness. I was like, that should have me dying. I'm like, damn, I thought that was Will Smith too. I'm like, I mean, Will Smith is cool, but he ain't, he ain't like a Black History Bus staple, but it was really Jesse Jackson, so shout out to Jesse. But, uh, but I don't know what the you sell us, use Apple uh, get, but I, I do. Is there are they doing anything for Black History Month? Uh, not that I know. I haven't really seen anything. Wow, wow, wow. So shout out to all my real ones. You know, have your, your third eyes open. You know, <clears throat> my, hotep, my hotep's out there using a title. <laughs> I don't Title actually has some pretty cool things. They have a they have a Black History Month playlist with I guess a bunch of music that has references to you know Black people the struggle, blah 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 thing like that. It's just like eighty tracks. So I'm gonna try to listen to it uh, this month. Um, they also have playlists for like Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin, Billie Holiday, Quincy Jones, Bob Marley, Ray Charles, Prince, Ada James, Michael Jackson, Teddy Pendergrass. Um, they also, I'm going to check out, too, they have uh, Malcolm X's speeches on here. They have uh, Martin Luther King's speeches on here, because apparently people think he only did one speech. So, you know, educate yourself and check out some other things that he said. But I think it's really cool. They got James Brown playlist, B.B. King, Roberta Flack, Loki Robinson. So uh, Nelson Mandela speeches. So, I mean, shout out to title for, you know, holding down the brown man, the black man. So I think that's pretty cool. Real, real quick, with the since you're bringing up like older uh, styles of music, I guess. Uh, I guess earlier this month, someone tweeted out or re- quote unquote reported that uh, Kendrick Lamar's new album is already done and it's going to have like uh, a more rock sound to it. And I didn't want to talk about it when it originally came out because it just didn't feel like actual reporting. It's almost like when ESPN is saying breaking news this team is thinking about trading this guy and it's like well that's not news or thinking about it nothing's happened and this guy he's like you know i heard from a, a source who knows a guy that might know another it was just went through three or four different people so like i don't know how much validity you can put into it and then just the amount of people that got upset about the idea of a rapper using more like rock rock and roll type styles to it kind of it's kind of frustrating because rock and roll is black music. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Richard, Prince, like Ray Charles, uh, even like Lil Wayne, Kanye West, like black people using rock in their music is not something new. It's almost like, well, you can't, 
you can't do rock music you can't do country music like all that music is ours so don't like if kendrick lamar wants to use, and i don't i don't know if he's doing it or not but if kendrick wants to you know explore a little bit more you know rock and roll and stuff he should be able to do that what's that what's the dude's name i'm uh chuck berry like we invented rock and roll music. Like, I don't understand why niggas is just like, oh, well, I don't want to hear no rap over no rock beats. Like, that's our music. That's well, us. They, they say that, but at the same time, boost up that weak-ass guitar solo on Devil in a Blue Dress on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like, well, that's because that, we're not listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, that that's that's not even good, man. Like, again, I've been, I've been rocking this, this Prince. Uh, I've been between the album come and the golden experience and there's there's like throwaway guitar solos on the albums is way better than that my beautiful dark twist fantasy solo so um i i can't stop listening to come by prince it's it's disgusting but it's <laughs> disgusting and satisfying at the same time like it's a like that might be my top track over like six minutes i think that my top two would have been uh lenny williams uh because i love you and uh Bruce Vandross' house, not a home, but this it just it just flows. It's like eleven minutes just goes by. It's like, damn, that shit was great. Like, it was excellent. Yeah. So I'm actually probably gonna buy the Golden Experience CD just because the title version is leaning off one song. His actual, I think, last charted hit, top uh, fifty. I guess the most beautiful girl in the world is not on there, but uh, I'm gonna check that out. But definitely, if you haven't checked out Prince, the Golden Experience, check that out. It's excellent excellent album yeah i mean i, I just don't want to i don't want to be one of those people that's like oh well you guys need to stop listening to just rap music and expand your musical palette because i'm not i'm not that guy i listen to rap a lot like pretty much consistently but every now and again i will branch out but i usually branch out and listen to black people making different types of music so it's <laughs> like like ch check out some other stuff every now and again you know what i'm saying because whatever whatever style of music is popular right now like uh what is it uh not ep i can't remember the acronym but it's like the like the dj electronic oh, edm edm if you go back like that's just that's house music house music is black music like we created house music so like all these other people are getting millions of dollars off of these different genres of music and we're just like oh we're just gonna stick to rap you know what I'm saying? Like, explore these other things. Because if you if you go to it and you work your way backwards, I guarantee you it came from somebody black. Except for maybe, like, the salsa or something like that. Facts. <laughs> oh, what do we got? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely check out other music, man. Like, I forgot. I know I go through discographies. I forgot that I, I wanted to talk about uh, Gangstar's last album, but I want to finish the discography before, so I have a reference to their music, but I did finish that discography. Um, I kind of want to try to finish Prince's, but he's got one album that's got like, it's like three hours long, and I don't know if I'm ready to commit to that yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> not like Prince, but uh, three hours? I don't know, man. Like, that's, that's, that's going deep into the rabbit hole. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. But um, yeah, that that's that's where we at right now. Uh, as we hit about sixty minutes, uh, shout out to El Chapa, still on uh, unpaid leave. So you know, I sent her a dirty letter at some point. Um, 
I think we hit everything. Uh, let me check my text messages. Y'all got anything else you want to uh, talk on real quick before we wrap up? Nope. Uh, I guess, you know, send us your top five Will Smith movies. Because I'm, I'm, Bad Boys 3 was really good. It was a really good movie. I was very entertained by it. It was fun. It was everything I wanted. And Fast and the Furious 9. You know what? That's what I wanted to talk about. Nope. I'm not doing I that watched, today. I watched the Fast and Furious 9 trailer. And I was like, okay, this movie's going to be awesome. But then there was another side of me that was like, damn, man. Bad, this is what Bad Boys should be. Bad Boys should be on at least film number five. We should have introduced a new person that can carry the torch for when like Martin Lawrence or Will Smith move on. It should be an entire universe. Like Bad Boy, they, they, there was such a missed opportunity from Bad Boys two. From like it took what fifteen years between sequels. That's at least two other movies. Like we should be on Bad Boys six. I feel like we've been robbed of it. Like. Bad Boys is like Derrick Rose's career. Like we got robbed because they got hurt and we missed his prime. And now, and and granted, you know, I'm not gonna body shame Martin Lawrence because he's a dad. I'm a dad, and I get it. But we missed there was some we missed some opportunities out there. We they left some plays on the field. We should be on Bad Boys six right now, at the very least. So we'll slander Bad uh, Fantasy. What the fuck is called Fast and Furious nine. <laughs> Um, again, I, I, I've tweeted out many times. When they get to space, then I'll be invested again. But until they get to space, I'm good, man. Like, if they can throw cars out of buildings and drag like giant safes around towns and dodge chargers, then we should be we should be in space right now, bro. Like, you need to hook up with uh, your boy from Tesla. What's his name? Elon Musk. Get the flying cars popping with some candy paint and like Dayton's on them. I'm back. I'll go watch the other five that I haven't watched. The last one I watched was the first one The Rock was in. I, I haven't watched any of them since. That was by far like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I was like, I can't do this, man. Like, I have a family. <laughs> I can't live like this. Popcorn's too expensive to be watching this bullshit. So, but yeah, I mean, maybe one day. But um, yeah, that's all I got, man. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, shout out to everybody who listens to us. Shout out to Tribbles, Rev Run. Uh, Jeff Queen, Jalen, uh, the big homie, uh, Kylo N, Naj, she was on recently, uh, Sierra Crafty Cakes, getting her uh, Ivy Park gear, you know, holding it down. But, um, yeah, appreciate y'all rocking with us. Definitely, uh, retweet the pod, drop a review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and I'll let y'all guys, uh, do y'all shout outs. I mean, just shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us for, I guess, apparently it's been three years, which is a hell of a long time for uh, podcasts. I know there's there's been some podcasts that have started and closed up shop while we've been doing this. So it's, you know, being consistent and just, you know, being out here and, and being supported by people that actually want to listen to this. So, you know, just appreciate everybody that listens. I don't really have no shout outs, man. Just shout out to everybody that's been rocking for from day one to day 100. And uh, now we're on what day 900 and some change. Well, we're over a thousand days in. So thank you for everybody that's been rocking. Uh, as always, I am a savage and I'm signing out.
Drake has no class albums. We out. Peace. Yikes. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the kidswearcrowns.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidswearcrowns.com. We've got a plethora of content for you articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents the Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bring In Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics As Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidswearcrowns.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog.